0: Praise God. God bless. You can, be, you can be seated tonight. Thank you, worship team, this evening. You did a great job. Um, well, the meeting went well Sunday, and so we voted to get chairs unanimously. Praise God. So I have ordered those. I ordered those yesterday. They're actually going to be arriving in town on a truck a week from tomorrow. So um, we'll get the plans in place we're looking for a home for our pews now Kevin Evans said he wants 12 of them so the rest of them are up for grabs he's shaking his head no I just wanted two. so but if you would like a pew look beautiful on your front porch you can rearrange your furniture in your living room I don't know get just what get rid of your sofa just will slide that right in and you can enjoy so So show us how that works. I'll be glad to. It's on the way. It's on the way. I got the one taker. All right. Uh, Empty Nesters this weekend. uh, One of the highlights. uh, I I have to say it's one of the highlights of my year. It's at the Bainey Farm. uh, And so that's going to be at five o'clock. If you're not an empty nester, I'm so sorry. But anyway, uh, Savvy Sisterhood is going to be meeting at the Adcock uh, Home, and that's going to be October the 9th, 1 p.m. Uh, the youth will be inviting all the families out. They're going to do a pumpkin, a happy face pumpkin carving. And so uh, RSVP with, with uh, or just let Pastor Ryan know, or just show up at 5 o'clock at the FLC. Uh, food Bank next Tuesday. And so, as always, appreciate your help, appreciate your faithfulness. Next Tuesday night, say this with me, free Barbecue free barbecue you just have to show up Uh, if you have an opportunity put your name on the list but Tuesday night we're having our light for the lost banquet and uh, the meal is free to you I would encourage you to come out to be a part of that and then the following Sunday uh, October the 16th I believe it is uh, there's gonna be a mission a Mexico missions trip fundraiser it's a barbecue plate lunch to go and so uh, you can make your donations uh, there, whoop, 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 yeah, yeah, right there. Okay, be sure to uh, to mark your calendars. You won't have to cook lunch that day. You can get you a barbecue lunch. So, all right. Thank you. Let me encourage you. We're going to be praying in just a moment, uh, but let me encourage you. If you're not registered to vote, I believe what Tuesday is the deadline. Get out and register. Get out and register. Amen. And if you don't register, I don't want to hear one complaint about politics. Okay not one single word of complaint about politics. Um, just get out and register it's it's people have sacrificed to give us that right and so let's let's let our voice be heard. amen. Um, is it all right if we just move around a little bit tonight in in the in the passage and we're going to turn this into a prayer meeting in just a few minutes. but there's some just I just want to share some things that are on my heart today uh, we observe. Yom Kippur, which we we know that to be the Day of Atonement. Uh, you know, we celebrate Passover, we celebrate Pentecost, because we are Pentecostal, yes, if you didn't know. Uh, but also, we, we today, uh, I appreciate Deborah Frost, she kind of brought this to my attention. And so we had Day of Atonement throughout the world, it was a day of repentance. It started out with the Rosh Hashanah, and for 10 days of all the, you know, the Messianic Jews, the Orthodox Jews, they they, 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 they look at the, you know, the introspection and they start praying and repenting and she kind of led us through some repentant prayers today and it was, it was very good. And we finished up with, with intercession for our nation and I want to carry that forward tonight with intercession for our nation. I, I want to pray, but Andrea's discourse Sunday just so captivated my heart. I just, I want to I start there. In fact, we're going to use that Saturday morning as a prayer model, and then we're going to eventually get over to Nehemiah tonight, and we're going to use Nehemiah 1 as our prayer model, as we did earlier today. But with that, let's go to the Lord once more. Father, I just ask tonight, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, open our hearts and our minds, and let us, let us begin to see and understand The privilege that we have of living in this day Lord give us the faith to accomplish your will give us the faith father to accomplish your will in this hour in which we live Lord move upon our hearts tonight in Jesus name and Lord we thank you I want to thank everybody that came out today that had that time available and came out and prayed with us I appreciate that I want us to look um, I want to read again Acts 20 and I want to look here at Eutychus and then we're going to jump over to Ezra 3 and as we look there we see Paul again and like I said this just, it just so captivated me uh, here is Paul and he's preaching in, in Acts 20 and verse 7 now on the first day of the week when the disciples came together to break bread Paul ready to depart the next day spoke to them Continued his message until midnight. So we'll be finished just somewhere around that time tonight, okay? There were many lamps in the upper room where they had gathered, and in the window, in a window, sat a young man named Eutychus. Eutychus' name means fortunate, and we find out in this story, thank God his mama called him that because he was fortunate. Uh, His name also means well-fated. In other words, he predetermined fate. I believe there's a generation that's got a predetermined destiny. Mm. Who was sinking into a deep sleep. He was overcome by sleep. And as Paul continued speaking, he fell from the third floor and was taken up dead Paul's message was so boring he went to sleep no that's not what he was that's not what it was could have been but anyway but Paul went down fell on him embracing him and said do not trouble yourself for his life is in him and now when he had come up had broken bread eaten taken a long while eat what 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 and when he had come up had broken bread eaten and talked a long while I'm sorry my thoughts were getting ahead of my reading even till daybreak and he departed and they brought the young man in alive and they were not a little comforted in other words they were much comforted but notice there in that passage he mentions Eutychus and mentions his age twice now we understand that this story here—that you know, Paul here—he is preached till midnight. Boy falls dead, loses their attention, runs down, falls upon him, picks him up. Uh, they go back in and in in the room, and he's like, "I'm not finished. I'm not closing." He preaches until daybreak. We see that taking place there. And sometimes we 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 focus in on the superficial of this story, but I believe that it was a it was a word of prophecy that. Uh, of understanding, of revelation that Andrea spoke Sunday, and I just want to, it's so gripped and got a hold of my heart, that here is Eutychus, and he's sitting too close to the edge. I had a friend, he was, in fact, he was one of our, our good friend that was with us in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and he when we left there he he went into children's ministry and became a children's pastor and they went on a missions trip and he's standing in Mexico and he's looking out and he got too close to the edge and the edge gave way he fell 75 feet bounced off another ledge and fell another 75 feet fortunately today he's he's recovered but he sustained some pretty severe injuries permanently damaging his arm in the, in the result of that. But he got too close to the edge. There's a generation, folks, that, have, that are so close to the edge. And as the observation is, somebody had written this down, this whole story. Could somebody have noticed he was sitting in a window ledge? Could somebody have noticed possibly at Eutychus, it's... You need to come down out of that window. Somebody's seen him falling asleep. That's not my boy. That's not my kid. But oh, are they not all our children? They're sitting so close to the edge. And when he fell from the window, he fell and he was dead as the word of the Lord told us. There's a generation that has fallen asleep because they are sitting in a window and they're too close to the edge and they have fallen. But Paul, the apostle, the apostolic, goes and he falls down on top of this young man and says not to worry, he's alive. And he picks him up, and this is the part where she shared that just really gripped my heart, took him back and seated him Properly. I believe, folks, with all of my heart, there is an absolute necessity. As we, a generation, that have an understanding of our position of righteousness in Christ, that there is a generation that we need not point fingers at and say, You goofball, why are you sitting in a window? Why are you asleep? Where's his parents? Whose fault that this child doesn't know any better? Why is this young man up there? It's time we get away from all of that nonsense. And it's time that we start saying, Look, come and come. And let me position you in the seat that you're supposed to be in. That's where I want to start tonight. As I just begin to stir your heart. Ezra tells us there in Ezra, the third chapter. In Ezra 3. This, for those of you that may not know the history of of Ezra. Ezra was whenever Israel had gone gone into captivity. And the temple was destroyed, Complete, the temple was wiped out. And the, the captives began to come, and they were released. And Ezra is here, and he's telling the story of when they went back to rebuild the temple. They laid the foundation of the temple. They laid the foundation of the temple. Let's look here in Ezra. And they begin to cry out, they begin to sing in verse 11, after the foundation was laid. It says, and they sang responsively. Responsively. They would sing, praising, and giving thanks. And so what it means by that, they would say, for he, speaking of the Lord, for he is good. And then the response would be, for his mercy endures forever toward Israel. And so they would sing that, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever toward Israel. That all the people shouted with a great shout. They praised the Lord because the foundation of the house had been laid. But many of the priests of the Levites and the heads of the fathers of the house, the old men, see we had the young man, but now we have the old men who had seen the first temple, wept with a loud voice. And when the foundation of the temple was laid before their eyes, yet many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout. Of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the sound was heard afar off. There were people that were there who had seen the temple in its, all of its grandeur, all of its glory. And they began to remember what those days of worship looked like. Israel was an independent when Judah was an independent nation and they had their center of their government the center of their worship was the worship of Jehovah God and there they had all of that 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 national identity and and they they had the praise and they they, they saw the all the the pomp and circumstance and they they had seen the the, the wonderful worship that took place in that in that temple upon that temple mount they understood the history and what it meant and what it was supposed to be like they began to remember those days some of you that are in here you remember days that have gone by where the glory of God filled the house and people wept. They were drawn in just by passing by. They, no one invited them. They just walked in the door. They just walked in. I've seen people walk in and shake under the power of God so violently. Get up and be completely delivered from alcoholism. I've seen people come out of sexual perverted relationships and be absolutely entirely. They came in with one sexual orientation and walked out with a different one. I've seen people come in and be so, so. V- shaken violently under the power of the, of the influence of, of self-destructive drugs and turn around and walk out and be completely and entirely made whole by the power of Jesus Christ. There are those of you that have been in services where the glory of God fell. I've been in services where you look over and it looks like a bomb has gone off in the building as the minister waves his hand over here and this whole side of the room falls out and that side of the room falls out and there's no one laying hands or pushing on them or blowing on them. It's just the glory of God that it sweeps across and you see look, somebody walk in and say, oh my God, has there been a bomb exploding in this place? I've heard tell of individuals. Who have had literally, we heard Gloria get up here for Giardo and talk about how that the glory of God would rest upon the meetings and how that the fire department would come and want to know where is the fire. Seen those things. Then you look at the church and say, where? And there's a morning. There's a morning of the glory seemed to have passed there's a morning when people come in one way and they go out the same way they came there's a morning when people roll in in wheelchairs and roll out in wheelchairs when there's been tale of meetings where I had a one minister in Scotland said he was there in his country and he was scheduled to preach a healing service for anyone in a wheelchair. He said, I got up to preach, and before I could even start preaching, they started getting up out of the wheelchairs. He said, Lord, this is not right. I'm supposed to preach first, and then they're supposed to get up. He said, I didn't lay hands on them. They just started getting up out of the wheelchairs. there are those in this room tonight you've had those experiences to some degree you understand that moving in the spirit of God may not be the popular thing in the world today but you understand it is a it's an art to be sensitive to the spirit to move with the spirit of God to allow the spirit to breathe in and to breathe out and to touch and the words to be spoken and lives to be changed. So there was a morning that day. Because there were those that had seen what was and they knew that it wasn't that yet. Then there were those that were rejoicing. Maybe because they had never seen they had never seen the the, the the temple. They didn't say that they had gone there. They didn't know. They were maybe children born in captivity, but now they're the ones in there doing the building. And the, They've been hearing about it, but they had never experienced it. They've been hearing about the temple, but now they're there, and they're not just there. They're helping build that new foundation, and so they're laying the foundation. So they're like, this is great. I'm out of bondage, and now I'm in the place of promise and God is. Is doing something, Amen. but those that were rejoicing were at the same volume as those that were mourning, and it was indistinguishable. I want to say to you, folks, let's rejoice with the rejoicers, and let the elders begin to teach the younger, and let's not forfeit. What we know and what we have seen. If you are in this house and you are, are at a place now where you roll out of bed, it takes you a minute or two to get to the door. In fact, uh, Andrea gently gets up before I do, and I let her get on in there into the living room because I don't want her to see me when I get out of the bed. Get these old knees working, you know what I'm saying? Some of you are looking at me and you say, oh, you young whippersnapper. I just want to thank you for that. (laughs) I don't get that very much anymore. But I think you hear what I'm saying. You've been somewhere and you have seen God and you have seen God move. You are needed now more than ever. we don't need to condemn the ones that have never seen we need to encourage them we need to seat them we need to position them we need to set them down we need to say this is who you are in Christ and oh if you're excited now just hold on it's gonna get gooder and gooder and gooder. You know, you, you can taste and see the Lord is good, but He's got a whole lot more in store. How do you know? Well, I'll tell you of a day how do you I love to read the revivals of old I love to hear of the moving of the spirit of God all it does is just just stirs a hunger inside of me because this is what I know the same God that we have today is the same God of yesterday and he's the same God of tomorrow and if he did it once he'll do it again and if he laid the foundation once church hear me he'll lay it again so he is going to have a house in this generation and I believe God as we the body of Christ begin by the spirit of the Lord begin to fall on this desperate generation and love them back into life and just believe that God's going to do something in them and rejoice with them and praise them stop condemning them for what they don't know they were just born into a world we had created for them my kids that go to school, you educators are in here. Lord, I pray for y'all all the time because I know you need it. But when my kids go to school, I would tell them, don't go in there expecting to know everything. You're there to learn. You're there to learn. If you knew everything, then there wouldn't be any need for school. Just position yourself to receive and to learn those of you that are younger than me see old people are those that are older than me young people are people that are younger than me okay so the older I get the younger some of those in here get. okay but see you got to be willing to receive you got to be willing to sit and listen you got to be willing to understand that a worldview of someone that is your senior may be different than your worldview but I've never learned from someone who always wanted to tell me everything they knew. I think the seat of learning is when you sit down and you start asking the questions and you start drawing out the information from them. I'm telling you that for for someone who is, I found that that people of wisdom understand you don't just keep throwing stuff out there with people that don't want to receive. Wisdom teaches you that. But man, if you get if you just get somebody that would just like to know, there's nothing that thrills you more than just to be able to share that knowledge with them. I would beg my grandmother, who was my hero, I would say, Granny, tell me about days of old. Tell me some stories that things that you'd experienced. Tell me that Bonnie and Clyde story again. They lived in East Texas, and her brother uh, Newt uh, was out there in the woods, uh, and they were, came upon Bonnie and Clyde. They had the their their white flag tied upon their, their antenna somewhere on their car. And so he went out, uh, and he saw them, and they seen him. Uh, and he, uh, the, he wasn't a threat to them, uh, and so they didn't threaten him. Uh, and so he went back. So that was just a story in my, in my, in my family. and I, I wanted to hear the story of Bonnie and Clyde. Granny, tell me. I've told you that a hundred times. I, I want to hear it. One hundred and one. but i found something about my children. i learn from my kids all the time. so even as they're a senior i listen to them and i take note of where they're at. what does this have to do with intercession everything folks? because we have a generation that needs to be seated. we've got a generation that is too close to the edge. That needs a mamas and daddies in Israel to go over and love and say, Honey, won't you come down? I, I, I know that I just at least wake up. <laughs> at least wake up. You know, if you're not going to wake up, let me sit beside you. Let me hold your hand. Let me hold your hand so that you don't fall out of that window, so that you don't fall to your death. All, all is fun and games, so if somebody falls out of a third story and dies. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sharing my heart tonight. Today we we spoke about repentance. We prayed repentant prayers. I want to take and go to Nehemiah now. Go with, go to Nehemiah with me. As we think about for a moment, see the world I was born into was what the generation before me had created. The world my children were born into was the world that I had created and their children are born into a world that they had a part are you hearing me? don't continue to fault them because they have this thing in front of their face all the time Don't fault them for what they don't know. Let's be understanding. We have a generation now that just graduated high school a couple years ago. They had never known a world before 9-11. We have generations that are born and they've never known a world pre-COVID. You hear what I'm saying? The world has shifted and it has changed. But the glory of the latter house, the glory of this latter house, is greater than that of the former. What do we know to do? We know in whom we have believed and persuaded that he is able. He is able. Now tonight, as my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven, then and turn from their wickedness, then I will heal their lands. Here, I want to look at Nehemiah, and then we're going to have some participation tonight. We've done this on Wednesday night, and I so appreciate your, your participation. But tonight, I want us to look here, and, and, and I just broke this up in some sections. We look at Nehemiah, and Nehemiah catches word. The temple, understand, has been built already. And as a temple has been erected, now Nehemiah gets word that the wall has torn down. We just finished a series not too long back about this, talking about Nehemiah's prayers. But when Nehemiah gets word of that, he is so gripped and overwhelmed. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm asking of the Lord. I'm not asking you for a superficial emotion as a response to what I'm telling you. I'm asking for the spirit of the Lord to sweep over the house of God. I'm asking the Lord to bring a spirit of intercession on the body of Christ. I'm asking the Lord to right now just to begin to begin to come down and just begin to let us feel your heart for this generation and for this nation lord let it let the let the spirit of the lord begin to rest and so it just His thoughts permeate our minds and we begin to feel His heart within our chest. There's a burning, yearning, passionate desire to see the transformation of generations and nations. I'm just asking God for the spirit of intercession, not superficial emotional response. Nehemiah was moved to begin to fast, to begin to pray. And he said, verse 5, And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, great and awesome God, you who keep the Father's house and I have sinned. Nehemiah said, we have fallen woefully short. He's saying, I identify with my nation. And so he steps into the role of an intercessor. And he's not pointing the finger of blame as to what anybody has done. He's saying, I'm right there with them, God. I'm right there with them, Jehovah God. I'm right there in the midst. He steps forth with the spirit of intercession. And he begins to ask, Lord... Lord God, hear me. I love how he starts. He starts by saying, You're a God of covenant. Oh, Lord, you keep your promises. You are a God of covenant. You're a good God. You're a merciful God. You're a willing father. You just want your children to bear your image and you won't tolerate anyone that won't. Lord, you've just, you will not let us continue in our self destructive behavior. So he begins to say, Lord, forgive us. Would you stand with me tonight? Would you stand with me tonight? Father, we're asking tonight, Lord God, forgive this nation of our sins, Lord God. Lord, forgive her for her unfaithfulness, oh God. Lord, forgive her for failing so far from you, Lord God. Lord, forgive her in this house tonight, we pray. Lord, we pray for our nation, Lord God, that has been given over to debauchery, Lord God. Lord, we ask in your name, God, for forgiveness, God. Forgiveness, Lord God, and mercy, Father, upon this nation. Lord, we have failed as a nation, Lord God. We have failed, God, to be the beacon in the night. We have failed, oh God, a generation, Lord. And we're asking God that you would forgive. Lord, we ask that, Lord, she would turn back to you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Verse 7, we have acted very corruptly against you. Have not kept your commandments, your statutes, nor your ordinances, which you have commanded your servant Moses. Pray with me right now. Lord, forgive this nation for breaking your commandments. Father, forgive this nation for killing the unborn. Lord, forgive this nation for violating the sanctity of marriage. Lord, forgive, Lord God, this nation for worshiping gods of money and of pleasure and of perversion, Lord God. Lord, forgive this nation for falsifying your image and for teaching her children to do the same. Lord, we ask tonight, Almighty God, that you would forgive. Oh, Father, you would forgive, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Almighty God, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I want you to hear me tonight. I want you to hear me tonight. God does not hate any individual. His desire is for them to turn back to him. But I want you to hear me. There is an agenda of the enemy teaching our children false identification, telling them that there's something they're not. It is required of teachers in areas to teach this or they will lose their job. I want us to pray right now. If the foolishness is going to come from the teacher, Let the children have the revelation of who they are. Come on, let the children, come on, let's pray it right now. Father, in the name of the Lord God, let them arise and say, no, that emperor is naked. That emperor is naked. He don't know anything. I was born as a boy. I was born as a girl. Lord God, I pray right now for this nation, Lord God, Lord, that this, Lord God, agenda of the enemy may be stopped in the name of the Lord God, and that, Lord God, we would stand on, Lord God, God. Lord, we are not haters. We are lovers of you. We are lovers of humanity. We love the lost. We love the children, Lord God. And that's leading only into their bondage and confusion, Lord God. Let them surrender, Father God, to your will. Lord, to accept who they are in Christ. Father, we ask it in your name. We ask it in your name right now. Lord, let our children, Lord God, let our children, Lord God, let them have the revelation of who they are in you. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your, your servant Moses. Listen to me, church. Listen to me, church. Listen to me, church. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, if you were unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me, listen to this promise, if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the furthest parts of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. I want you to pray with me right now. There is a promise here in the Word of God that God will gather those who are lost and he'll begin to bring them in. He'll get your children. It doesn't matter how far gone they are. Come on, let's pray right now. Lord, gather in the lost from the four corners of this nation. Lord, bring conviction upon this nation. Let America rise to the purpose you have called her. Let America be your light again in a dark world reconciling souls unto you. Father, we ask it, Lord God, Lord, let every church house be filled with the glory of the Lord and let souls, Lord God, begin to come in. Lord, in unprecedented measures, Lord, I ask, oh my God, for a reversal, Lord God, a reversal, Lord, in the heart of the church, Lord, to begin to turn, God, from inward to outward, Lord God, and to begin to reach, God, into this nation. Father, I ask, oh my God, Lord, that you would gather this nation, Lord God, as you have gathered others. And Lord God, they would fall upon their knees in repentance And Lord you would gather hurry And Lord God in this hour Lord we ask it in your name Now these are your servants Your people whom you have redeemed By your great power And by your strong hand Oh Lord I pray Please let your ear be attentive To the prayer of your servant And the prayer Let your Lord God Oh Father in the name of the Lord Jesus We pray I want you right now to begin to pray for the church. Pray for the church. Lord, let the church arise in your brilliance and brightness. Let her shine in the fullness of Christ. Lord, let your church thunder your voice of clarity in the confusing darkness of this hour. Lord, let the church be the influence of change, be advocates of justice, and the beacon of hope lord pour your power through us again lord send the fire send the fire of revival to the coastlands that are calling out to you again oh god lord let the radiant glory of living god begin to shine through the church again oh god Lord, my God, let our children, Lord God, awaken. Lord, not to coast in, but Lord, to be fire baptized afresh. Let's say, I am a child of God. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I will continue to follow after you. Lord, reach into the highways, the byways, and the hedges, Lord. Father, we ask it in your name. We ask it in your name, Lord God. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, in this house, every hindrance of growth to be cut off, every false understanding to be, Lord God, removed. I pray, Father God, for a unity in the body of Christ. I pray, God, the needing together of our hearts with yours. I pray, oh my God, that we would find the fullness of joy in your face again, oh God. Lord, we ask in the name of the Lord that right now you would seat a generation in the house of the Lord that, Father, they are too close to the edge. Bring them back. Bring them back, Lord God. Bring them back, Lord God. Oh, Father, let us be the advocates, Lord God, of justice. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, you are worthy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Worthy is the living God, mighty is the Lamb, mighty is the King. Oh God, it's too late of an hour, Lord God. It's too late of an hour lord god it's too late of an hour lord let the sons and the daughters of the lord arise let them begin to prophesy lord god let oh lord god those who dream dreams lord god let the old men and the old women lord god lord that dreamed of a day oh god let those dreams be fulfilled lord god where they see oh god their children and their grandchildren and generations they've not laid eyes on yet let them see them lord god before they part this world let them see a move of the spirit of the lord my god we need revival lord we need lord god but only you can give lord god we need to move in the spirit of the Lord. Uh, God, move, Lord. Baptize, Lord God. Cleanse, Father God, your house. Cleanse our mind of filthy thinking, Lord God. Cleanse our mind, O oh Lord God, Lord of victimization, Lord God. Cleanse our heart, Lord God, of the shame and insecurity, Lord God. Cleanse us, Lord God, of the unrighteous thoughts, Lord God, that we have. Lord, my God, saturate us, Lord. Father, pierce us with righteousness. My God, let the flaming arrow of the Holy Spirit right now pierce us with righteousness, Lord. Oh, God, impel us, Lord, tonight Oh, with who we are in you, Lord. Father, we ask it in your name. We ask believing, Lord. Holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord. God bring a revival to our kids. Bring a revival to our children. Lord God, let the Spirit of God let it begin to move in the nursery. Lord, Lord, flow through the preschool. My God, all the way into kids' view, Lord. Oh God, into the boys and girls' ministry, Lord. My God, into the youth, Lord God, let the Spirit of the Lord begin to move, Lord God, begin to establish labors, Lord, in these areas. My God, when they come in, Lord God, and the glory of God is so filling the room uh, that children are weeping before the presence of the Lord. Uh, and they're crying out, seeing visions of heaven, Lord. Uh, I ask in your name, Lord God, that uh, they will never, Lord, question who they are in you, but they will walk, Lord God, in the full assurance of their identity. Oh, Lord God, I pray, Lord, right now, right now, my God, I feel this. My God, I feel this. Uh, Lord, a revival among our children, uh, a revival among our young adults. Uh, Lord God, a revival among our millennials, Lord God, uh, a revival, Lord God, among our senior adults. Uh, Lord God, a revival across the board, Lord God. Uh, fresh energy, Lord God. Fresh ideas, Lord God. Creativity, Lord, to become come out of the church. Uh, Lord God, to shake off the shackles of fear, doubt, and frustration, Lord God. Lord to live according to your will According to your desire Lord God Father we thank you Lord Father we thank you Thank you Lord We just want to thank you Lord For the privilege Of being a part of your kingdom Hallelujah 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 Passover we met the Sun. Pentecost we met the Spirit. See how I said that? I sound that almost old school. Pentecost. At Pentecost we met the Spirit. There's still a feast left, folks. Feast of ingathering. There's one to the triune Godhead. We're going to meet face to face. We're going to meet the Father soon. But it's not going to be before an in-gathering. God, let there be an in-gathering. Lord, just after the Day of Atonement with Lord God, the Feast of Tabernacles. Lord, where they sat, Lord God, and they looked up at the, through the loosely woven, Lord God, construction outside of their house. And they saw the stars to remind them, Lord God, that they were only pilgrims passing through. That this world is not our home. But, Lord, there's a work to be done in this harvest time. There's a work to be done, Lord God. Lord, raise up these labors, Lord God, to go into these whitened fields. Lord, these are your intercessors, and I thank you, Lord God, that they will carry justice where they go. Retributive, Lord God, to the enemy, and restorative, Lord God, to the imagers. Lord, we thank you tonight for your mercy. Thank you for your presence tonight in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give him praise tonight. Give him praise tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. I want you to take this presence that you feel with you. Let the Spirit speak to you. Take time to listen. Conversation generally has it's usually a two-way street, is it not? Yeah. You speak, but then you sit and listen. Listen to the Spirit of the Lord. Let Him comfort you, guide you, lead you. He's so faithful. Tonight, as we close, we're going to pray for the Godwins. Chrissy and Bob Godwin, serving in Estonia. They served 18 years in the country of uh, Mongolia. Established a Bible college there. Did some phenomenal work. Rescued women out of sex trafficking, planted churches, went to a meeting in Fort Worth, Texas, heard of Estonia, how it was one of the most unchurched countries in the world. Estonia is just south of Finland. So they felt moved of God to go over there, begin to plant churches, to reach those unreached people, to share the good news. Tonight, we're going to pray for them as we Receive our missions offering. Thank you for your faithfulness and your heart for the world. Let's pray for the Godwins in Estonia tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, as we intercede, God, for this country, we also intercede for Estonia, Lord, tonight. Lord, God, for those that do not know and have never heard the good news of the sacrifice and completed life in Jesus Christ. Lord, we ask you tonight, Lord God, that sons and daughters to begin to rise up, Lord God, out of Estonia. We pray your blessing upon Bob and Chrissy, Lord God, even as they are itinerating right now to return to that country, Lord God. Let their hearts be filled with joy. Lord, let your strategies, Lord God, come forth in them. But Lord, most of all, let the anointing, Lord God, open doors and crush yokes and open eyes in Jesus' name thank you lord for this body of believers lord and for what you're doing lord god now thank you lord god for those who have had experiences lord god in you and we thank you lord god for a generation that's being seated lord god that is being seated lord oh we thank you lord and lord we rejoice because we won't see their all of their triumphs we won't see all of their reward but god we're going to worship and praise and thank you lord god that, Father, we have had some small part in them, Lord God, being established. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Bless those in this house, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Love you, folks. Thank you, thank you. Um, boys and girls ministry, if your kids are over next door, you're, they ask if you could maybe come over there and retrieve them um, so that they don't get lost between. So if you've got kids in boys and girls ministry, if you if you don't mind gathering them up. we.